and welcome to the Creme de la Prem podcast. I'm Tudor and I am your host this week in a rather ordinary, usual league review. Now it's the second of four deep dives into the leagues. We've shipped out that boring old CDP lot and we've got in some SDMers. And it's Ooh. my job to try and keep this rabble in line. Um, this episode is brought to you by Holston. Dreadful, dreary Tottenham in the 90s. Don't actually remember anything about that Tottenham team. Anyone? Uh, Gaz have played in Holston. Clinsman? Gary Mabbitt. Clinsman, Holston. Ian Walker. Yeah, it wasn't dreary. It was bloody dreamy days, Tottenham fans. Say, that I reckon like anyway. the Galacticos. What are you on about? Holston itself, awful, but... <laughs> what is Holston? Can you still Always, get... I'm joined by... Um, no, I'm not. Where, no, there's no Della. Sit back, lads. Get a night off, do we? Yeah. Do uh, we well, there's going to be a lot less talking, I think. <laughs> Where is he anyway? The Maldives. <laughs> I think it should be like a 20-minute-long podcast. <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> he's he's in the BVI. He's opening his offshore account, I believe. Okay. <laughs> um, he has put this. He has put this all together. So I should pay. I should stick to what I'm going to say. Here we go. Um, <laughs> let's see. Who he's dragged up, and it's first of all, it's pod regular James. Good evening. A little bit frightened without the commissioner, but um, nerves will settle. I'll get into it. Give me ten minutes, I reckon, and then I'll all be right. flowing. That'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, we've got my fellow co-host and probably preferred host, Tommy P. Hello and welcome to the Creme de la Creme. <laughs> <laughs> That's my joke. Good evening. <laughs> uh, in German, please. Um, nine. <laughs> Bonjour et bienvenue. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Achtung, <laughs> das ist die Creme de la Creme Podcastung. Welcome back from the SDM. We've got Nick and we've got Cully. Oh, yeah. Hello, hello. And somewhere out there with a dodgy connection is Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, boys, how's your week been? How did how, how did your fantasy games go? Anything else of interest going on? How's your game go, Cully? Oh, um, I had a really exciting match, um, but Keep I ended break, up on because obviously we're gonna we're gonna deep dive losing, into this. So just say yes. Losing side, that's all. Yeah. Oh so. well, then I can I can say I can keep it brief and say that I had a win. If Cully had a loss, then I must have had a win. Well, you know, stands to reason. Like I say, just yeah, just we'll get get a touch in for how it's going to be. Um, so as we did last week, we've got a league under the microscope, and this week it is the SDM. So the boys in the CDP actually did a fairly good impression of being enthusiastic about the other leagues when they had to do the roundup. So you've got a bit to live up to. Um, but first of all, and let me just dig out my phone. I've got some questions about your league, and let's see how much you know about the SDM. Oh, God. It was I a lot of something on the opposite <laughs> side of this. I don't think I know anything about our league. So, okay, you can no tabs open, keep it all quiet. Which one of the SDM has had the most points scored against them so far this season? Bzz, must be Ali. Yeah, surely. That's I reckon it's a great question. Pedro. I think it's a lot of A couple of Ali's at Pedro. In fact, the answer is Will. 
510 points scored against him. That's an average of about 46. Really? Oh, well, just hang on. Let me write that down. So Will's in our league. So that's one I've got. (laughs) (laughs) Question later. Sweet. Okay, keep going. Okay. Question two, then. And like I say, that's going to be spaced out throughout the show. Question two. Which member of the league has the lowest all-time points per game? That's not player points. That's points as in, you know, free. The game week? Yeah. Like this season? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Just says which member of the league has the lowest all-time points per game, not player points, game points. Uh, I reckon it's all time because otherwise it's obvi- it's too obvious, isn't it? All time. I just think Tully. I think it's particularly of your league, and I don't know if it's all time, but I'd say it's got to be this season probably. Uh, I'm gonna go Ali again. I'm gonna go Ali for every answer. Ali. I'm gonna go Kennedy. It's a trick question. It's Will again. Uh <laughs> Whoever said Kennedy is correct. Yeah. James, we've got average point score of 1.92 points per game. Sounds pretty good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Ocean winning. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, then, after that sort of embarrassing show, let's see how you SDMers do talking about the other leagues. And uh, Kennedy, after that shit out performance, can you take us through the LDE, please? I can actually. I'm, I don't actually have to pretend to be excited about the LDE because I, I listened to the pod last week and the guys did a fantastic job. But I getting excited about it and bloody hell, they were right. It is a cool league. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm a little bit jealous, and I'm pleased that I'm making a great headway heading down towards it. Um, I mean, you just take the first match off there, and it's an absolute thriller. It's a uh, Hugh 32 wins at 29. Um, Hugh is the master of inconsistency. I noticed he's got win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, <laughs> which sort of just is replicating the fact that he's bang in the middle of the league, bang in the middle of points, but he, and he, but he, he snuck, a, he snuck a win past, past Windsor and that's stuck Windsor right at the bottom there. Um, the next game was a bit of a grudge match. It was hyped up uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was, uh, Fuller, Jamie, um, ex boss, now boss again. So uh, quite exciting there. And um, sadly for Jamie, the boss, he took an absolute pounding, yeah. um, dry pounding there. 54-24. Uh, you can't do much about that. That's, that's, that's all the way to the finish, that one. Um, can we have a moment for Garth? <laughs> Ouch. Did, did, you see the, did you see that table about what he's got to do? He gets 50 points a week put against him. He's he is um uh he's the sake. yeah yeah well you could say that he is the league's Jonah and uh he's kind <laughs> of given up really because there's no point uh so he just he just fielded twenty against Wilson he just <laughs> he's trying a different tactic because he was losing with forty seven forty eight so he's like maybe I'll do a fill pick up twenty see if I can still sneak a victory so no but uh but Wilson wasn't having any of that. Uh, uh, so, so he put him back down there. Three, three points for Garth at the moment. Um, absolutely, I, I, I feel sorry for the guy. Um, if he was a nice bloke, I'd, I'd put a bit more effort in. But obviously, <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. Um, and uh, the the season, this season's Josh. Are we calling him uh, Pete? He can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got so he's got a worrying bit of knowledge. He he just actually knows things about um, statistics, computers, and football, which uh. Uh, is probably he's probably not suited to this uh, CDP <laughs> world. Like to be honest, yeah. 
it's 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 not right, is it? But Barney, bloody hell, mate! Um, he 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 brought his onions and he brought a pair of them, a big <laughs> pair. Uh, he put fifty three on the board and still lost. So that's gonna smart. And I know it went right to the wire with Barney and Pete on that last um, that Southampton Brighton game. So that they were both in it right to the last day. And Pete was actually at the game, so he must. Uh, I think was, oh. it the game? was he what? What did he go to the the other game? Anyway, whatever. He's a he big Brighton fan. He went to Brighton, yeah. He went to was it Brighton that game we went to? Oh, uh, I don't know. He's a big Brighton fan anyway, and it went oh. to the wire. And he, he is sitting so pretty at the top of that league. It's an exciting league, but here's a fact for you: Pete at the top twenty-seven, Garth at the bottom with three. Just <laughs> a much bigger stretch than any of the other leagues. It really is, isn't it? It's it insane. Is cool. It is cool. If you want, if, cool. if if you've got a, a thirty day Amazon trial and you want to watch a league, I say watch that one. Get involved <laughs> in the Lager League. They're on the drinks. Yeah, indeed. Nice. Uh, are we looking ahead right now? Do you reckon, Tudor? Should we uh, Should we look ahead next week now? Uh, yeah. Fuck it. Why not? That's. I don't know. Well, I mean, I... yeah. You're there. You're there. Why not? You've got it all in front of you. Carry on. You're on flow. Flow state. I love it. Compared to this week and last week in, in the in the like, it's it's suddenly all gone to a little bit of a maybe they need a rest actually uh, it's probably good for them there's no none of these sort of top of the league and the bottom of the league battles um, he got uh, Wilson and Windsor top versus bottom nothing playable there really we know that uh, Windsor, Wilson's going to win that Jamie Barney possibly there's a little bit of niggle there there are a few points apart chance for Barney to sort of resurrect. He needs to come back again off that 53 <laughs> loss. So great callback, like it. Yeah, yeah, good one. Um, yeah, and uh, well, Fuller's, Fuller put 54 on the board last week, and he's come back against Garth. So this is another week where Garth's going to cut 50 plus. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. It doesn't matter. I think if anyone's calling the LDE from here on, don't look at the fixtures. Just pick Garth. Garth's your fixture of the week. We've just got to watch him. He's got to become like a mascot for this league. Because <laughs> three points, the poor guy. Um, and Pete's going to beat Hugh. So, because Hugh won, so he's got to lose again. He's, as is his way. He's he's nailed on to inherit the wooden spoon from Lee. Um, uh, I, obviously, once he's got it, do we think that maybe as an owner of the wooden spoon, you have to add or do something to it, like carve your initials on it so we can mark them forever yeah. for their shame? <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Put, put I think your you should have to it. take it on holiday or a momentous occasion. <laughs> so you, you have, if, if you go to a wedding or something like that in that year, you have to sneak it in your pocket and get it into one of the main photos, just poking out the back, <laughs> and all or add to it. There's got to there's got to be a there's little bit. Be, of, so we'll little have to workshop that, discuss it further. Yeah. But I, yeah. I think that somehow you have to. Or even get like a little nameplate and get it stitched on there somehow. <laughs> There's got to be something. It'll be amazing. A little metal plaque. Oh, it'll be absolutely incredible. Anyway, sorry. Moving on to the next league. Nick, it's the BDR. I don't think you've ever been in it because you went in it last year and it's only in its second year. So good luck in taking us through what happened. <laughs> exactly. Let's, uh, let's hope it stays that way. Um so looking at the league, I mean, we don't have the comedy of Vera's uh, that's Garth. We've got some pretty strong consistency here. Um, we've got, unfortunately, Crouch at the bottom, uh, three wins. But he's not too far behind Lee with eight wins. And I mean, I hope Garth's listening because Lee is a lesson to uh, all future Wooden Spoon winners. You can turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> it must feel like a long way away, though, Nick. <laughs> is a- is a sympathetic uh, a sympathetic division 
In terms of results, uh, well, I think the, the standout one is clearly Collins 57 points to 19, win, 19 point win over Nile. Yeah, um, I've actually looked at Nile's team, but 19 is, is quite spectacular. And that indeed the lowest score of the week across, yeah, across all four divisions. So congratulations, Nile. <laughs> uh, I mean, the other thoroughbred other than Lee in this league is looking like you, Tudor, with a, yeah. a lovely 122 uh, player points. Yeah. Seven wins, just one win back. How, how are you feeling? Uh, I think we're starting to see the the charge of the two likely winners of the league, and that's Colin and Rob. I think they actually have the two strongest teams. I'm a little. I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm fearful. I'm afraid. You're up there. There's points in the hand, mate. Points in the hand. Um, well, I mean, due to that comment, might be informed of the fact that you lost by five points to Rob this week. I know. Painful. Yeah. painful. yeah. Danny Ings, who, who would have thought it? No one. Didn't you say it came off his bench? He came, yeah, he like Danny Ings was on Rob's bench, but X amount of players didn't play, and then Danny Ings came off the literal bench, and uh, yeah, got a penalty. Perfect, That's lovely. Yeah, absolutely devastated. A hollow victory. Yeah. Yeah. What else happened? Yeah, Sam thumped Crouch. So they crouched it pretty well, 48 points, which would have beaten everyone else except Colin and indeed Sam, who was playing. So hard lines, Crouch. Uh, Colin and I, we spoke about uh, Lee and Bobby. Lee nudged a four-point win, 46 to 42, um, to keep his lead at the top. Yeah, um, he's, he's, he's chugging along. It's really quite annoying. I think he's going to stutter and he just plugs away. Yeah, he's well back on on player points he's the third lowest score overall so far so um, to have got eight wins clearly that wooden spoon is a, a lucky charm <laughs> it's tight in the middle though isn't it Nick you think, look at, looking at it it's like 18 to 15 is the third to seventh I see, I see what you mean now Tudor you don't have to drop far do you to, to go it's all a the ridiculous way down. league no uh, you think I think I'm alright and then you look back and you're like nah a win and two wins or two losses, and I'm right back in the thick of it. Yeah, four, four teams on five wins, um, two of which are on the same player box, 466. So, um, it's it's both. Stuff. yeah, we've got some good games coming up next week, I think. Some, some tight ones, some six point swings. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at, at Colin V. Tudor's the game of the week, second place. Yeah. Uh, Colin's on a three wins in a row, Tudor. You've, well, you just just lost your first off three wins in a row. It should be good. I know. I'm looking, um, yeah, whatever. We'll see. Colin, like I say, Colin's got a bit of a juggernaut team. I'm dependent on City doing nothing because I think that's a firm factor in his team. I can't remember. I'll quick, quick gander. Is he a, a KDB guy? KDB oh, and Mares. Oh, and KDB, yeah, Mares. Hedging that's hot and cold, isn't it? Though that is that is the, the absolute. You just don't know. You just don't know. I mean, it is. It's it's wonderful from who have City even got next week? Quickly, they Man put United. a strong team out tonight oh, in the in the Champions League, which, considering they're through, is um, is unusual. But uh, yeah, and they've got United next week. So look at a bore out draw or an absolute drilling by Man City against Man United, probably. 
Well, that's that defense Man United have got. They'll put up a hell of a fight. They have an <laughs> impenetrable wall. We're getting sidetracked. <laughs> this is why. This is what. This is what happens when he's not here. <laughs> Who? Tell oh, him. The commissioner. Sorry. What? When? Don't speak his name. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I agree with your game there, Nick. Good call that one. Colin Tudor. Nice game. Oh, yeah. Look out for that one. That'll be that'll be a good one. Um. I reckon that'll do for the BDR. No one cares about it anyway. We're, we're the Connoisseurs League, but no one cares. Uh, Cully, the league that will forever just be outside of your grasp is what? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, too Perfect. true. I mean, I've, I don't ever study it because I'm never going to get there. So there's no point in looking. <laughs> um, but having been forced to have a look, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a cool league, but it's certainly quite interesting. Um, oh, it's not. Cool. You've got well, you've got Greg, right? So he's he's a runaway leader at the moment. He's eight points ahead. Yeah, that's okay. um, he, he got another win, comfortable win, seven points, no, thirteen points in it uh, over Mark. Um, Hell of a win, because that's over second he's actually place. Actually, the same player points as me, um, which I've just bit of interest there but everybody else <laughs> the other the other seven teams are all in a relegation battle there's only five points between the rest of them uh, it's ridiculous that, that is that is weird i mean um just to run through they're real really boring results really andy won i guess he's pleased he's taken take off for a lie down because of that i guess uh <laughs> he's lifted him just that relegation. they both came up last year didn't they it was four points in it so that's probably a bit tighter and um, the other one was um, Phil beating Foy 59-33, so that's quite a, quite a big win, really. Um, but you've got, I, I don't know what it is. So you've, no one got into the 60s, no one got into the 20s in the whole thing. It's either really boring or really tight. I can't quite work out what it is. If they're all too good or all too not good. <laughs> <laughs> But that's interesting because Greg has uh, is smashing it. He's he's taking he's pulling away from them at a rapid rate, and like you say, not massively ahead on player points. But yeah. the rest are just bumping along with each other with player points. They're just taking points off each other, and he's just quite happy just to push away. He's beaten Mark, who is in second, which just sticks him even further. The rest of them just need to sort of stop and have a cut. Greg, they're just <laughs> squabbling in the back of the car like kids. <laughs> happy. <Yeah. laughs> Fuck this, I'm going on holiday. It's like what happens in Mario Kart when you get hit by a shell all of a sudden, you're mixed up in the wreck. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Like, so, so, so Mike's sat at the bottom, uh, but he's got 12, 12 points already. So that's that's too better than Ali in our league. And, and only like 25 points less than Stu in terms of player points. Yeah. It's not yeah. like his team's rubbish. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So I guess it doesn't really matter where you are in that league you've got to be worried that you could still go down unless you're Greg unless you're Greg but I, I, I don't know you, you we're only what 11 games in so yeah. the, the fact that it's that tight it could could even go downhill for Greg you never know looking at the um, the sort of form table at the bottom Greg has won at least his last five and that's the only cells that Andy puts on chart, chart so it could be longer um, and I think you could get a who's run. next in the CDP in the form table is and, and they're next they're up against each other next week yeah ooh yeah that's good well some, someone's got to take points off of 
Greg, really, haven't they? Uh, they've all got to try, but um, it's getting it's getting silly. Eight point lead after eleven games. It's too much. It's too much in my book. Perfect. Uh, yeah, that was going to be my pick. My probably my pick of the game. The, the rest of them, you know, they're all fighting scrapping out. So it, every single game next week or, and the week after are going to be crucial, aren't they? Well, Mike, Mike and Phil be the other good one to look out for because that will re- that will put one or other of them unless they draw, which would be amazing. Uh, one of them yeah. that gives that one that extra advantage over the other and a little bit of a daylight for the rest, maybe. Yeah, yeah. they're both angry men with no love lost at all. Whatsoever. <laughs> so that's that is a that's proper. Poor old Phil trying to just a nice little trade offer. There. Oh my God! God Almighty! Oh, snake oil salesman trying to sell you miracles that aren't there. He was just being kind. I I think that was unfair. That was a pile on. That was that was outrageous. Uh, anyone want Laporte? By the way, Laporte is up. You know, just in case. There <laughs> you need a better selling technique. Uh, well, I think you did just as good an impression as the uh, CD peers as showing some interest in the other leagues, lad boys. Yeah, yeah, it Cheers. sounded like we cared. That wasn't bad actually. Pack <laughs> yourselves on the back. Um, but that means now again before we move on to talk about uh, the Premiership games let's have a couple more questions about the SDM shall we oh hang on uh, let me close my sheet close sheets now I'm going blind now I'm going blind need access to Andy's sheet for any of these oh anyway which player has made the most transactions in the SDM oh I think it's me oh I think it might be me because of Pedro. I think it might be me. <laughs> so which, one of, which one of you Spartacus? <laughs> um, the answer actually is Cully. Nick. Oh, is it? Okay. Cully, do you have any idea of roughly... Well, you might know because you might have looked. Do you know how many you've made? Uh, 27. Ooh, 28. Oh. <laughs> lucky. Lucky. Yeah, how many games have we had? 11. Well, fair play. Nice I don't know if they're all accepted. I don't know if it counts... Oh, is that just requests? Or... I think that might be requests. I don't. I don't think I've gone that through through that many. No, actually. that would be yeah, accepted. I don't know. Maybe. You won't. Oh well. Anyway. Right. Well then. done. What else you got for us? So, who has dropped the most amount of players from their draft? Oh, nice. Since the league started. I'm gonna say Pedro. I'm gonna say Will again. Uh, I say. I'd say. Ali. The answer is Tom Rackett. Uh-huh. Um, really? Any idea of how many of his original teams <laughs> got rid of? <laughs> what, uh, he what got one? rid of, what, 10? Oh, uh, someone has it nail on. 10 of his original 15 players have been dropped. 10? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, he's got this, and he's beating me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid well, to make changes, Kennedy. You've got I knew it was more than nine because I looked at Will's f- uh, form. <laughs> and he's done nine, so. He's dropped ten. Have original? I didn't realise that. I've been analysing his season. I didn't even realise that. Really? There's nobody to pick up. <laughs> Who's he picking up? There's no one to... to Sorry, be fair, hang on. Seven, I'll go down an octave. There's uh, no one to pick up. He was bottom <laughs> for a long time. He had a lot of first-choice divins on people. Yeah, for what though? Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, like these, good question. These are good questions. We've done really badly. <laughs> yeah, 
It doesn't matter. Right then. So moving on, before we talk about the SDM, let's talk about the Premiership this weekend. Uh, anyone want to get us started with anything? Kennedy Anderson, stand up for you. Uh, I can talk about the only game I did watch. Uh, I haven't watched a football game for ages because uh, my life is a disorganised mess, but I did sit down to watch Liverpool Wolves. Um, oh. I now know why I was mistaken in picking up so many Wolves players at the start of the season. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they, they don't play as a team. Um, individually, they're all right. You know? Some will have a crack, they'll have a dribble, they'll have a pass, but at no point did they look like they were playing as a team. Um, Liverpool really just turned them over quite easily. Quite yeah, depressing. Yeah, it's quite depressing for those of us uh, who drafted Wolves players third. You've got to remember, <laughs> Wolves, the Wolves team is all traumatised from last week, though, watching uh, Jimenez yes. get almost killed on the pitch. Yeah, that was awful. Um, there's Probably not much you can PTSD. say about that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it is, it's also pretty pertinent if you read the press today about the rugby players as well. I think oh, the next... Yeah. The next five, you know, been serious for a second. The next five years are going to be all about brain injuries. Um, I, I follow mountain biking and BMX, um, and there's been a couple of very high-profile um, suicides uh, from people that have just had like bangs to the head, that yeah. completely undiagnosed. People that have had dream lives, and you know, right. at the top of their sport, and suddenly it just unexplained. And I think the next five years is it will be a complete turnaround in all sport. But yeah, what's um, the on, sorry, sorry what's what 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 will they actually do? Like make everyone wear like Petacek helmets, or you won't I be able to head the ball anymore. They'll just completely take it out of the game. Or balls from they might be able to head across,es perhaps. What they'll do probably is the scent. You know the kit they've got at the moment to track movements. They'll probably have some kind of um, sensor. They'll have to come up with something to yeah. sort of say that if you're if you're young below a certain age. Um, you can't just go around like you know, spending hours and hours and hours training in heading in in, in practice. It's just uh, it's just not, yeah. I don't know. Well, what they've already, do, they've already stopped it in schools and and football clubs. Kids under I don't know what age, quite young, well quite old even like thirteen or something like that. You're not allowed to do heading practice. <laughs> really? They're allowed. You're allowed to head in the games if it happens, but you're not allowed to do heading practice. Oh man, we, we had the we had the combination of like having to head the ball and the balls being like super heavy and like, <laughs> and remember those old footballs it probably weighed about four times the amount of a modern one Good damp heavy leather football on a playground coming yeah, down right. for about it's half a mile in the place. air <laughs> and, yeah, and, look, and, and look what it's done Frozen. I mean never did me any harm I'm completely normal what's that over there <laughs> You're right. I, I used to play head, heads and volleys all the time and that's just going to be called volleys it's going to be a bit boring <laughs> <laughs> is anyone <laughs> um, come on let's move move away yeah, from that yeah that's the game game stand out for you come on City City doing Fulham anyone watch that no Fulham uh, Derby that was um, that was weird so Son and Kane did their thing and then they just let Arsenal have the ball for the entire rest of the game <laughs> Aubameyang doesn't seem to be bothered at all I, I don't know what has happened. And what, do you know what the actual deal with his contract is? Because he signed it. I thought. I thought is it all signed up and done? Yeah, he's done. That's it. I thought he did. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Lacazette, Lack by comparison, um, looks much more engaged. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what's what's happened to him. But anyone who drafted him must be absolutely spitting. Yeah, I am. Well, this is Lacazette's <laughs> opportunity, really. Then, isn't it? Yeah, he had a couple of nice 
headers um, well saved by Larice. Um and he's in my team so um, if anyone wants to play for him I'll listen to all <laughs> Was this the uh, game where Party walked off the pitch and allowed Tottenham to just Yeah that was the second, the second goal um, he, he pulled up injured basically and, and no, one, no one tracked no one tracked back and, and uh, gave some loads of space um, well, that's that's a team. If you concede more foul throws since the start of October, then you score goals. <laughs> it's, it's the great stat. Um, I've got a, a good Arsenal, a, a colleague as an Arsenal fan, and he's. I've been promising to do a bit of work for him for ages, so I sent him an email saying, "Oh, is that bit of work you wanted?" And it was a word attachment, and it was just a copy of that tweet when it was inside <laughs> it. Yeah, four star. Nice. But you know, big, it's bad enough being an Arsenal fan. I mean, the story of that game surely is Tottenham. It's a, we said it, didn't we? It's it's cheating, isn't it? Having Kane and Son at the moment, or Tun, as we're calling him. Yeah, Hung <laughs> Ming Tun. Hung Ming Tun. <laughs> yeah, they've done, they've done it again, haven't they? The classic uh, goal and an assist each. Yeah. yeah. Spurs aren't leaking goals as well. That's, that's another thing that's changed. Yeah, I saw that they've been doing a, a cheeky uh, sort of thing with their midfield where they bring a couple of their midfielders back for every single attack to effectively have like a back six ten. I guess ten yeah um, and that's I think that's the thing that's made all the difference because they've made they've kept a clean sheet now against uh, like all of the big teams haven't they yeah, yeah. yeah. They, very impressive I don't know what their odds have done for, for being champions but it, this is the sort of form they, I mean they're going to go into Christmas and I can't see any way they won't be top they've they've already got a lot of difficult games out the way yeah um, but also Len, isn't it January the season for Harry Kane to be injured tra la 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 that's why the commissioner's trying to trade him out. He just had that fear, didn't he? He gets that cane fear, that Christmas cane, cane fear. Cane, the Christmas cane injury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, still out in our league, by the way. I'm just looking now. Um, given their propensity for clean sheets, looks like quite a good pickup. Surprising he's still free, isn't it? He's injured. I had him for a little while. Yeah, he, he wasn't playing, injured. was he? He wasn't starting for a long time. I think he's uh, back right. soon. Yeah. yeah, he played. He played at the weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, does anyone see Palace West Brom? Palace over. Should have done. Down, they were. Yeah, that was yeah. a red card, though, wasn't it? That made it a weird result. Oh, really? Uh, was it? Yeah, West Brom. What's his name? Is it Pereira? It was Pereira. Pereira. Yeah. Oh, that takes a little bit of the sheen off Benteke scoring two goals, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's really <laughs> early. Well, it has half to be hour. free as well. No one's got Benteke, surely. No. Well, once you've made it. the effort to polish that turd, you cannot take the sheen off it. No, <laughs> 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 nice. Um, uh, but good result for Palace, though. Good like confidence him. for them, innit? Who's got Zaha in the league? Do we know? Anyone? should have found out. I, 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 literally a question. I shouldn't just ask. I reckon that's Will. <laughs> it does sound like a Will sort of player. Yeah. Uh, they, Will's not been loud enough about it. Zaha's been in good form. Like Phil's yeah, quite yeah. loud about having Zaha, but... Yeah, no one's well, Will's quite quiet, isn't he? Unless it's a Man United player. He that is true. That's that hard. quite close to his chest. Yeah. It must, uh, be, it must be Ali by process of elimination. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just wonder, does Zaha get many points? Does he? I don't know. He's obviously a fantastic player. Is he the player that sets up the player that sets up the goal? 
it is Will that's got him. I'm just looking now. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I'll take it back. Sorry, Will. You're a quiet man. Never apologise. You <laughs> take that back. I only watched one game this weekend, half watching it whilst putting up the Christmas tree, and that was Man U beating West Ham, my beloved West Ham. What, what a beautiful game that, that was as well. Uh, I, was, uh, I thought we were going to lose. Man U aren't in great form, although they're well up in the Hot and cold. So... Um, yeah. Was that another comeback victory by the Yeah, they're one, losing 1 0, 1 3 1. Greenwood, who I don't know who dropped Greenwood, but I picked him up straight away and he scored. I so. dropped him. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> he He's Shea Adams and, and Mason Greenwood are two players I have who I've had them a couple of times, and if I have them, they're cursed. They don't do anything. <laughs> so I. Genuinely, no point in me having them. Enjoy. Remember who you got instead. <laughs> what to stop other people having them and scoring? Surely. Yeah, they should just be sitting on your bench every week. Bench. <laughs> every Friday morning, I have to watch uh, Della pacing up and down, going, oh, I just don't know. I can't drop Greenwood. I can't drop Greenwood. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if he did, but fuck, I pray he did. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got his win. So. Yeah. Fernandez in that game, interestingly. Uh, came on at half time, scored a penalty, and got all three bonus points yeah. from yeah, 45 did. minutes, which is pretty cool. It's cool because you picked him up one place before me. Correct. <laughs> Man United are one of those old school mid table teams that have one good player. <laughs> it's like Matt here at Southampton or. You know, Kevin Phillips here at Sutherland. Just give the ball to Fernandez. That is a very good point. I was weirdly found myself watching Phillips' goals. He's got some blinders in the week. That's a giant shirt and huge volleys. Brilliant. Anyway, <laughs> that's an aside. Who's uh, who's our Calvert Lewin? Who's the SDM's Calvert Lewin? Yeah, that's, uh, that's me. Yeah, oh, mate. Very he must be like that. that. It doesn't even matter. Okay. I mean, that's a terrible result for everything against. Bloody Burnley, Burnley, but you're, yeah. you're 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 smiling. I was a bit worried that when Everton became shit, that Calvert Lewin's goals would dry up. But it doesn't seem to have worked like that. He's still, you know, he keeps scoring, but they're just letting in more goals. So you know, that's fine. I can I can. Handle it. <laughs> He's loaded. so consistent. He just basically scores one goal every week. And it, yeah, but traditionally, be- Tom, from last season, that means you'd put him on your bench, wouldn't it? That, that, well, that, that's what you do. So you've learned that, have you? Well, I'm learning. Yeah, this, this, this shows, you know, the, the progression in my managerial career for all to see. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm resisting that urge. I did actually think about that um, tonight, funnily enough. <laughs> those vo- those headers and those volleys did do some damage, but obviously you're just I'm you're fight- fighting it. I'm fighting it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the the other um, if, if we're talking um, striker news, um, well, what I was really excited about was the Chelsea seeing the Chelsea lineup to see whether Giroud was going to come in after his four goals. Um, Did he start midweek? And he started, which mm. I wasn't expecting. So I brought him in because of um, Jimenez um, being out kind of long term, and yeah, sort of. Yeah, so I sort of speculatively brought in Giroud, not really expecting him to start, and then he started and scored. So, well happy with that. Yeah, good. Good move. Bamford scored, though, so I'm okay with that as well, because 
Oh, Lampard is a fucking simpleton. He's like a kid with an Argus catalog. He just wants the thing that's on the page. So like uh, he hasn't played Drew for for weeks. He puts him on by accident. He scores and he's like, oh yeah, I'll play, I'll play him again. Just there's no thought to it. It's just reacting to what's in front of him. Anyway. Well, they got the win. They got the win over Leeds anyway, didn't they? So Chelsea are looking good this season. Still looking dangerous. So I reckon they, they, they are. They're yeah, in the yeah. conversation as much as anyone else in that sort of top top three. I would say. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Saints Saints Brighton. That that. Uh, game pains me because that cost me my weekend basically oh. uh, Brighton did what Della said they always do they score in every single game but still lose yeah and did anyone see the did anyone see the penalty because apparently it was controversial um, I did not see the penalty I think it was no. outside. I think it was a foul just on the edge of the box and yes yes it, no it yeah, cool, I heard about that long, really long VAR call and then it got overturned and it was really not clear so you know I think that's a lucky one for Saints a little bit um, but putting Saints back up into what the top five is it I think? fifth yeah fifth spot yeah, who'd have thought that so absolutely so brilliant keeping pressure on the old Champions League spots <laughs> oh Southampton in the Champions League I know. that would be funny and who 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 loved to see the picture of Vardy smashing the corner flag? Oh my god! I mean, god. that was a that was a photojournalist dream, Perfect. wasn't it? I mean, like, I saw the. Do you see all the memes that like smashing, scoring the last minute warning, uh, corner and smashing the corner flag and getting booked for it is the most Jamie Vardy thing Jamie Vardy <laughs> has ever done. <laughs> <laughs> that is saying something. No, that's good. That's good. Ali's got Vardy, and uh, he's uh, he's doing the business. You know, I I I, I actually I. I wondered if he was going to carry on from last season because they, <laughs> they had that weird, they had that weird second half, didn't they, for Leicester last last year? And then they, and now he's just yeah, every, just so reliable. I think that every season, that surely this is the season when he's going to stop being good because he just he's, he doesn't look like he should carry on, does he? He, should, he looks like all, all the the Red Bulls and. Finally getting to it. The the Vardy party never stops. We should learn, shouldn't we? I know. He's going to be like Wayne Lineker on Ibiza. (laughs) So he's just going to hang out. If you don't know who Wayne Lineker is, Google him. It is Gary Lineker's brother, (laughs) and it is hilarious. Gary Lineker turned 60 this week. Does he? The last game game Liverpool played as champions of England in front of a crowd at Anfield... Gary Lineker was playing on the pitch. Well, I never. Wow. There you go. There's some shit no one cares about. Just to just to finalise that section. <laughs> yeah, as you say, and that is the perfect time for us to uh, move on to the SDM focus. And before we get into the deep dive, uh, find a couple of questions about how well you know your league. Oh, so, are you ready to go again? We can't do any worse. Come on, Nick, I mean, he's not been too bad, I don't think. Uh, right then. So, in the SDM, which player owns the most players from teams currently in the bottom three? So, that's players from Sheffield United, West Brom, or Burnley? Ali. <laughs> but nobody. Surely. No, whoever said Ali is bang on. Yeah. Oh, he's got a couple of West Brom players. At least. I was going to say, he's got, uh, do you know, does anyone know who he's got? Oh, you don't, obviously. He's got the Pereira guys. He's got Pereira. 
He's uh, got Wood from Burnley, Connor Gallagher, and Ramsdale. All right. Oh. Dear. That's, well, that's you know, there's a reason that Ali is bottom. <laughs> that is that is some niche <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you're grasping at points there. He's tried to be too clever. <laughs> yeah, they'll come. They'll come good. They'll come good. Admittedly, if any of those teams are ever do anything, then by and large, those other players will, yeah. will score you points. Yeah. But it's, whatever. If. Anyway, your final question about the SDM: Who owns the highest scoring forward and the highest scoring goalkeeper? Highest is scoring forward is Kane, which is me. Yeah. Is he a forward? Is he a forward in the game? Yeah. Kane's a forward. Yeah, it's definitely a forward. <laughs> sure. So who's your goalkeeper? Although on that, do you see on the on, on the app, on the, the, the fantasy app, yeah, the, yeah, every week Alan Shearer gets to choose his team of the week. Yeah. And up front he had Son and in defence he had is it Fabino? So basically he was playing really he was sort of playing two six two formation. <laughs> it really bugs me. Like, if you're going to do it, Alan, if you're going to commentate to on this, stick to the game. Stick to the game. We know there's a lack of forwards. Choose one. Yeah, very work with us, yeah. mate. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, Cully, it is you. You've got Kane and you've got Fabianski. Fabianski, is it Fabianski yeah. again? Yeah. He gets a lot of saves, Fabianski, doesn't he? He needs to. Well, he, he also gets um, penalty kicks just kicked to him, just passed to him. <laughs> Which gets a few points. That's a useful skill, actually. Yeah. I mean, why don't all goalkeepers have that ability? You think that's why they coach in? Very difficult. Let's start with the SDM focus then. And Nick, let's start with you. Talk about your result with Pedro, your season so far, and that of your opponent, Pedro. I mean, I know this is awkward because he's on the call, but ignore I him. Am. He's a small child. I'm not. <laughs> and this, this week's game was a bit of a non-event. So I think, well, I be, I just, yeah, it's 47-22 to me. Poor old Pedro. Four of his squad didn't play at all. Only one of whom is actually injured, it seems, and that's uh, Miguel Antonio. He managed, <laughs> I think, uh, Fernandez and Welbeck saved him, but if it wasn't for them, he barely scraped anything more than appearance points. In fact, he didn't scrape anything more than appearance points for everyone else. And quite often, all those points were just on as subs. Um, so it never really got going for him. Compared to the last time we played, when the only reason he lost was because it was the 7-2 week when Villa played Liverpool and he had both <laughs> and Alexander-Arnold and they got minus points and that meant I won. Um, <laughs> this was a bit of a... And Pedro a hates me. I mean, this is a this, this is terrible. This is this this is hard to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going though. Keep going. We're enjoying it. Uh, where do I get my points from? Uh, I've got Diaz and Edison, so that helps clean sheets. Rashford stopped feeding hungry children to score a goal. Uh, Salas which is on assist and and charging did something as well. So. Um, my squad around the fringes is is pretty poor, but as long as Salah plays, um, I tend to do okay because he scores scores so well. But I wasn't helped this week because I've got Grealish, but obviously Villa Villa didn't play, so it's quite nice to win and he's not playing, and, and then I get the benefit of well, hopefully I get the benefit of a double game week at some point in, in the future. 
Um, so season so far, and I'm just pausing slightly because I'm just scrolling to this spreadsheet of Pedro's draft, which is quite something. I mean, I thought it was pretty, <laughs> but then I heard about the the nine and ten points that other people have, the nine ten players that other people have dropped, and, and this is not quite there. He obviously had the bad luck to draft Van Dyke in the fourth round, and that's that's a bit tough. He did well. He was he was pimping him out though, wasn't he, early on? So this he knew. Pedro knew. I knew. His advanced molecular abilities. Sure. You saw it in Pickford's eyes. You like it's gonna happen. I guess he's played every he's played every single minute the previous year, so odds on. Science can't go wrong, I suppose. Um so I mean he he picked up Fernandez in the first round, which has proven to be absolutely excellent. Um Alexander Arnold, second round, less so a bit. Again, he's injured. Although even so, actually, when he's played, I think I think he must have just been flogged a bit because Robertson, I think, has outperformed him. And of the two, you would have thought it'd be the other way around. Um, Chilwell in the sixth round, which is obviously he was injured to begin with, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Pedro, but he's done absolutely great things for you recently. So he's been brilliant. Yeah, he's a good good pick. Um, Less so was you know Chris Basham in the last round, but you know we all we all had a Sheffield United defender at some point and <laughs> it didn't didn't work out. It was so sold the dream last yeah. season and it never came to fruition. Mm-hmm. No, exactly, and that sort of leads me on to my draft, where I'd say the worst pick I had was Ender Stevens in round ten or so. James Tarkovsky round eight. That was and he, James Tarkovsky was the first defender I took, and. Yeah, Did you day. listen to that whole you've got to pick forwards first bullshit? Did you get drawn into that? Or... Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I wanted to, to pick a good defender and then I ended up taking Edison because presumably someone t- took the good one I had in mind before. But um, Salah first round, Rashford second round, uh, then Richarlison, obviously in hindsight, that's the wrong Everton forward. Grealish in round four, looking at good value. Um, and then the, there's some dross towards the end. Ruben Venegra, he didn't last more than a week. Carlo <laughs> Capito, gone. Matis Pereira, he's also gone. Um, so, yeah, I'd say. I'm pleased to say I've still got the first six picks I took, but everything after that is a bit of a write off. I'll Castagna in round nine. Um, I was quite pleased with him for a couple of weeks. Um, season wise, I, I, I started off well. I think I was unbeaten for four games. Um, Oh, oh yeah, you were flying at the start. You were the, oh. the form guy. Yeah, off he's still up there. Summer's born. Yeah, he's yeah. matching. He's, we're equal on player points with top of the league. He's nipping on the heels. Yeah, I mean it's it's nip and tuck, and Tom has the Tom. You've got Sun, don't you? So that's yeah, cheat, um, yeah, cheat code. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> so just for for the cheating, then I'm top. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's fair. Uh, yeah, that is fair. Um, poor Pedro is in the sort of five wins um, quagmire that is places third down to seventh. Um, I mean, I don't. He's on. He's on the pod, obviously, and I don't know if he's got a feel for where he'll end up. But um, looks like a right odd scrap there. I think he he needs a bit more help from uh, from players that aren't Bruno Fernandez. Um, because at the moment people like Gareth Bale aren't really doing it. <laughs> They're not. 
I am going. That looked good. Am, that's probably in. Yeah, I am going to get promoted. That's what's going to happen this year. It's going to be me and Tom that go up. Well, you said it last year and it happened. Yeah, I was going to say, is that the thing? You just say it. After the travesty of your promotion last year, then yeah, well, I'm going to believe you. <laughs> I, I won't doubt you anymore. I think you're probably right. Well, let's finish the season here and um, just start again next year with me and the CDP, if that's okay. If you guys are all in agreement. <laughs> oh, so much, yeah, if everyone's in agreement, we'll submit that. Cool. I haven't got the password. I don't know that. <laughs> I think it's just um, it's password, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I think that's pretty much everything that needs to be said about you two. Yeah, unless you've got anything else left to add, but otherwise I think it's uh, Tom. You can talk us through your matchup, yeah, your season so far, and that of your opponent that was Tom Racket. Sure thing. Yeah, it was um, me against Racket uh, this week, and I comfortably dispatched him. 62-41. Um, I was expecting uh, a tough game, actually, because he is very much the in-form team up to that point, coming into it with um, four four game, four game wins on the trot. Um, uh, he, he got off to a really good start in that game uh, with Man City because he's got De Bruyne, who put down a 14. Um, oh, he's, he's started to, to actually fire yeah. De Bruyne which is kind of going to change the complexion of quite a few teams I think because he's been, been coming real, hasn't it yeah he's been like a real sleeper player that hasn't really done much so far and you know a lot of people would have picked him up um first or second pick um so so he had De Bruyne and uh, Mendy got a clean sheet as well so quite a lot of like 20 points straight off the bat in that one game yeah right um, Ashed off two players yeah but so I was kind of relying on Son to counteract that because he's pretty much my only player that can that can kind of score that that many points in one go really um and he duly did um so Sonny did a, did a nice job for me talismanic clawing back some of those points and then totally unexpectedly Joel Matip pops up with a 14 himself <laughs> like, so, so that was that was a bonus and I think from that point I was um I was kind of comfortable really because you know that was just a totally unexpected little bonus from the defence and you uh, didn't bench him fair did play. he score, fair did play he score for uh, Liverpool then and that yeah big, big Joel Matip brilliant goal yeah. nice um, I, both of my strikers scored a goal each which is always very pleasing and like I said earlier on Giroud started um, which was a little unexpected bonus so hopefully that might carry on but who knows whether that was just like a little reward for scoring the four goals and then it'll revert back to normal after that but you can't do more than that really um, come on and, and score so it's a really well taken goal as well uh, and the, the really great thing about that was that he was playing instead of Tammy Abraham who Rackett had <laughs> <He's like laughs> so, Perfect. So Giroud came off with about 10 minutes left um, and so Abraham came on and didn't really have enough time to even like, touch the ball So and, uh, and denies someone probably coming off Rackett's bench with a crap like yeah. one point period <laughs> yeah. oh. well actually oh actually that's a good point because uh, Rackett had uh, Ings on his bench oh, oh, of course oh. <laughs> um, yeah no that's actually a really good point yeah he would have come in as well because the Villa game wasn't on. So, yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Um, <laughs> uh, but, to be, you know, that wouldn't have made any difference anyway. Uh, but then it came, <laughs> came down to the... Well, it didn't come down to the Saints game, but in the Saints game we had... 
Quup and Walcott, that's Kyle Walker-Peters for the uninitiated, versus Drup and Benarek. Um, uh, so the defenders kind of cancelled each other out. I was hoping that Ward-Prowse um, wouldn't kind of go mental scoring like a hat-trick of free kicks. Um, <laughs> and he didn't He didn't do that. Um, and I, yeah, managed to... I was all right by then. Kind of, uh, I think I went into that about 20 points ahead and sort of stayed like that. So... Nice fairly comfortable um i was just also hoping that jota um stayed quiet because he's a really dangerous player at the moment and i think he didn't start he did nothing so, he uh, did absolutely nothing i was no, he, he, came, he came on he played well but yeah Happy that was it see him being quiet um so um uh my seat well i'm pretty happy with the way that my season's going obviously especially after getting relegated last season um so it's all completely unfamiliar for me uh being top of the league i'm just kind of trying to not think about it too much um like really really tight with nick obviously uh just one point difference we're on the same player points um it's just that cheeky little draw that i got at some point <laughs> you should you, you know you should think about being the top of the league you should think about it a lot really hard nah, quite, <laughs> quite a lot of the time like, definitely <laughs> don't bother i think that's what everyone else would do i that do not think right. that everyone else would think that that yeah, I think you should. Exactly. Always think about the league and where you are at all time. <laughs> so, so is Ings back now? Is that it? Is he, yeah, is he back Ings from injuries? Is... That's this. So we're back I on the Ings train. He's still got a triangle, half, didn't he? He came on for a half, so I guess might might do another half next week. But with Southampton fifth and and Ings back, I mean that's that's ominous. That's that's he should, he could be pulling some points in, I reckon. Champions I mean, League. Southampton could. Be in the top three in the new year. Oh, come on. No, it's been terrible. That would be insane. That would be insane. Uh, uh, have you got anything else to say about uh, yourself or Tom Rackett, Tom? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like I was saying, my season's going really well. Um, I, what, what made a big difference was like uh, having a good draft because um, of previous seasons. Uh, you mean taking and- part in the draft? Yeah, I haven't actually done the draft, so it turns <laughs> out it makes quite a big difference to actually do it. But having yeah. said that, my first Say pick that. Was, um, my first pick was Aubameyang, so and he hasn't done anything really yet. He scored like one or two points every game, and like like you were saying earlier on, he just looks disinterested. So I've got him and uh, a couple of other players like um, Foden um, that are kind of like sleeper hits. I'm hoping in my team. I'm just kind of clinging on to Aubameyang hoping that something's going to happen like you know Arsenal are going to get a new manager and it will turn around his form or he'll just kind of hit some form out of nowhere or some, something will happen you know so yeah. that, that could second half of the season I've got some backup basically that could be coming in um, so that's that kind of gives me a bit of confidence that, that it will Carry on. And Madison's another one of those players as well that hasn't really done much yet, but is showing signs of kind of coming back to, to fitness and form. So hoping that will be yeah, the tail of my season. Some latent firepower. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then in terms of racket, he's um, he kind of started off pretty badly, but he's been really building up momentum and moving up the table. It's just that it's so tight in there that it's quite difficult to actually kind of make much headway up the table, even if you're doing quite well so he's 
you know, he's managed to claw his way up there um, quite a bit. And like I was saying, he's got um, before this week had four wins in a row, which is uh, puts him fourth in the overall form table. Um, he's currently in sixth place, uh, just kind of above the relegation zone uh, by 29 player points. Um, but then again, he's also one point off third place. So, so it's, it's really, really tight. Um, and, you know, it, it's, we're not far enough in really for it to to have kind of um, dispersed enough to really know what's what's going on. So it's, you know, any anyone's um, still to kind of get a good little run in there and, and pull away. Um, he's had a lot of quite close games in terms of results. He's only been spanked once, which was by Nick in game week two. Um, he's got uh, De Bruyne and Ings, like we were saying, uh, his standout players really, um, and especially now that De Bruyne's looking like he's hit a good bit of form. Um, he's so got Watkins as well, hasn't he? he he's picked him yeah. up. He did, yeah. did well, like you say, because he was the bottom for a while. So he's obviously clearly looking at the form yeah. and picking people up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting. He's got Watkins <clears> and um, Konza, and um, they've. When you look at their um, their kind of history of points, they're actually both picking up quite a lot of points. So, um, so yeah, that's 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 quite good. But I also think you know he's got some players that have disappointed a little bit. Like you know Tammy Abraham, he picked up um, quite high up in his draft. I can't remember. I think it was yeah third in the in the draft, and obviously that that hasn't worked out very well for him. Um, and what else did he do? He's, I think what one good player that he's picked up is James Wall Prowse because um, I think he picked him up in game week eight, and Juop is now the twelfth highest point scorer. <laughs> in the he's tw- twenty one points. Uh, he's picked up for racket in the last four weeks. So that's, Good, um, good bit of business. Looks like he could, you know, he's pushing on to get more as well. Um, I think the worst uh, drop um, was he, he dropped uh, Jota really early on, like in game week two, for Ryan Fraser. It seemed like everyone had a, a spout of Jota and Jota. Yeah, but luckily, because like you're saying, I think he was probably bottom at the time. He just got him back in game <laughs> week seven. So that's it. I don't know how that worked out when Jota was scoring a lot of points. He might have just missed all of the points, but um, I think that probably seven was quite a while ago, wasn't it? So he's probably managed to get quite a few points from that. Um, but yeah, I think like with with Ings coming back and KDB finding some form, um, and if, if Jota kind of keeps scoring, I think that's that's some pretty heavy hitters. And then he's got like a pretty decent team around that as well. Um, uh, Pickford might be a bit of a weakness, especially if he starts getting dropped. I don't know because he looks uh, in a bit of danger of being dropped. Yeah, right. His form's been so shaky. Um, uh, but then, yeah, because it's because it's so tight in there, and because Rackett's shown that he can put together a run of form, then I wouldn't be surprised if he can like pull away from that little group. No, yeah, that's. I, I think I think he can creep up the table. Yeah. It, I, he's benefited from being bottom to strengthen the squad on getting those first picks. If he's made the right choices, you kind of get a stronger, a yeah. stronger spine. Yeah. Than those around you. So yeah, I reckon he can, I reckon he can creep up. Nice yeah. one, Tom. I think he'll be all right. Hmm. So the last, uh, couple to talk about actually played each other, uh, this weekend, didn't you, James and Cully? Yep. 
We did. Well, Callie, let's hear from you on the matter. How, how, how did you find it? Um, well, I lost, so that's obviously disappointing. But I, mm. I kind of actually enjoyed the, the, the game week. I think James took a bit of an early lead, and I was always there or thereabouts. I yeah. kind of just run out of players and run out of games to, to pip him. It was a comfortable win in the end for James, I'd say. But uh, but yeah, I was kind of in the game, but quite relaxed about it as well. So I can uh, I can offer a different opinion if you like that. Yeah, yeah well, what's, what's your take? Absolute horseshit. Um, <laughs> you uh, you got uh, let me just twenty seven points from Kane, Mount, and Greenwood, and the rest of your team did fuck all. So you've got the highest scoring goalie. You left him on the bench. Uh, you brought on someone who, who picked up zero. Yeah. Uh, well, you no got 11 the week before, though. No <laughs> one else got anything other than um, appearance points. You fluked picking up Greenwood. It, basically, it's Kane or nothing for you. Um, I mean, and, if that's the case, surely you should have beaten him by more than five points. Oh, yeah. I'm shit. No, no, no. This is this is not about me. This is not about me. This this is countering his narrative that, that it was. T- <laughs> oh. You know, there's two sides to every story. Now, you know, you, you you obviously that I I know I had Fernandez last season. I always like to have someone like Kane in the but you just as long as that person is just putting ten points plus every week, the rest of your team can sort of do what you like a little bit, and you kind of and you're kind of in the game. Yeah. So James, do you know? So James got forty-five. Do you know what your highest ever score is in this league? My highest ever in this league. Yeah. Uh, I imagine it's probably like fifty-three, something like that. Forty-seven. You had a really good week. <laughs> That's awful. You nearly, you nearly hit your peak again. Oh, that is terrible. Do you know what your oh. worst is though? Mm. It's probably about thirty-eight. Is it twenty-nine? Which is pretty is high, really? actually. There's mm. a lot of us have got worse than that. Well, that's very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like your game was pretty good, but uh, Carly, give us a rundown of your season so far, and then give us a little insight into Will's as well. Australia. So I, uh, I've, well, like most of us, won five, lost four, drew one, as has Will. Will's about three player points behind me in the league, which I think is just a little bit of a tactic that he gets a first waiver on me. <laughs> but kind of holds that momentum where in the top half of the table. Um, my season's hot and cold. I'm I'm the most inconsistent player in the league. Um, I have kind of so in the in the eleven game weeks, I've got the highest score of the week like five times but I've also I've, but three of the other times I've got the lowest score of the week <laughs> so who's in your team that you really like so it's Kane like James said it's well. Kane if Kane scores I'm likely to do alright um, but uh, yeah and, and Fabianski there's a lot on those um, my uh, my my best kind of pick was uh, Thiago Silva. Got him as the new boy, and I, <laughs> yeah, I had... an unknown quantity. That was a good move. Yeah, so that was not too bad. I've got people that like me blow hot and cold. So Jesus, Firmino, um, James, 
Havertz. They're all good players, but you just don't know whether you're gonna if they're gonna turn up. Havertz seems to have fallen off a cliff lately. Yeah, exactly. But he's not droppable. He's like one of those weird ones as well. But I'm sort of struggling through. I've I've not kept any of my defenders that I drafted. But um, I did the tactic of going early on on forwards, then filling up the midfield. So it's not a real surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I am pretty high up in the clean sheets table. Um, I think joint top. I was joint top before maybe I this last week. Are. So chopping and changing my defenders has, has kind of done me all right, really. Oh, no, next, next now. Oh, that's okay. your tactic, isn't it? You just pick a defender that's that's got an easy game. It's a decent tactic. That obviously it didn't work last week, but it didn't work last week. But uh, you know that's why it's hot and cold. But yeah, I'm I'm certainly the most inconsistent player. Whereas um, I was looking at this it, uh, some stats, and, uh, and and James is the most consistent player. Um, consistently yeah, average. It's consistently below the league ag- average. Yep. <laughs> But um, the person who is consistently better than the league average is Will. So um, so he's he's doing all right, I think. Um, like I say, he's doing exactly the same as me, but just a bit more consistent, I guess. <laughs> um, he's got he's got an oddball team as well. He so, has got a weird team. I'm looking at his team at the moment, actually. I think I think he. He he picked up Aguero in the draft, and who's who's obviously you know eleven games in is not played. Uh, undroppable though. What again, are you do with that? I had last season, and, and it's a horrible thing to have um, because you, I think with most Man City players, you never know if it's concerned. They're you know no, get picked. hanging around your neck. Just ignore um, them. I think that was Della promised he'd do that, but I don't think he did. Just he said them. he was not going to pick any of them because it's just too stressful. It just, it just it, every week that just becomes your focus of your mental energy. Like, what am I going to do with this Man City player? If you haven't got him, it's just like it's easier. It's just I had, easier. Yeah, I had Torres this season and I got rid of him, and I feel much better for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So his his other good players, obviously Mane, he took first pick. Um, Zaha, he picked really low down, but uh, again, does come up with points when he when he when he plays. I know he's sort of been in and out of the team a little bit with injuries or whatever or maybe the COVID I'm not sure uh, <laughs> deadly Rona Mares third again it's or would would you I I would have stayed clear myself for, yeah for that, that is that's high risk yeah um he's got what else do you get William not done quite as well, well as well. he started off really hot didn't he but, he did didn't he yeah right at the start but just with Arsenal's fortunes just gone away somewhere. Um, his fifth pick was Maguire, still in his team. He's never going to drop him, is he? No. Uh, but again, Maguire's had a crap season. As he had a imagine. crap season last year. He's just, he, he's only, he, he, arguably, some <laughs> people might argue that he's a decent footballer in real life. They're wrong, but whatever. But just not for fancy points. Just not in, yeah. not in the position he in in the team he's in I can't believe that's his only Man United player he's got to have at least one Man United player I'm pretty sure otherwise he dies like it's, E.T. it's the only one <laughs> surprising 
and everyone else is pretty poor. I think his best pickup is Zuma. Yeah. Now, if you'd have said that Zuma was a definite start in a Chelsea team that's bought half of Europe over the summer, then um, like fair play. So he, he obviously didn't pick him in the draft. Um, I'm not really sure when he when he got him, but he seems a fairly consistent scorer now. Play most weeks. Chelsea uh, seem to be yeah, they seem to have their defence pretty much sorted now, don't they? Yeah. So so I think he's doing all right. I don't think I've got many more s- stats on that. No. Maybe, no. Well, that's enough talking about Will. To I think, be honest, I think you've done pretty well talking about Will. Yeah. So James, you can talk about yourself, and uh, I think you can take. Well, Ali's the only other one. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah, I'd love to talk about Ali actually. Um, I mean. <laughs> Ali, he drew your opening game with you, Tommy. Uh, 47 apiece. Hell of a draw and a real way to mark the season. Well, he wants to start the season off. It's the only way to do it. Welcome to the league. Bam, boom. And um, yeah, that was obviously obviously brilliant for Ali. And then the next week, I was fortunate enough to, to face him when he when he put 17 on the board. He's kind of like scary season, actually. He's... He's had a t- he's had a tough he's had a tough one. I mean, he's lost with forty one on that, and then he had a bit of a run. And he's but it's like you see, he's only he's got three nine seven. He's got lowest player points in the league, not far off himself. But um, he had a two point win, then a one point win versus you, Cully, then a four point win. So it's like where you know, where his his league points have come from have come from sort of really really slender things, and then mostly it's kind of losses from there on. Um, the occasional foray down into the teens, the 17 pointers, but, um, he, he had, he had a, I mean, he did the right thing in the draft first to Sterling and Vardy. If you're going off the, you know, the season before, uh, cause if we remember, if we remember Ali's season previously, he had a, he had a very quiet, he had a tough first half. Uh, he was fighting with you at the bottom of the, uh, it was, you know, he was fighting for relegation, wasn't he? Last was, uh, season, he was a bit like Garth. He was scoring yeah. lots of points, but he was just couldn't get out of the bottom two or three. And then he went on a run and he sort of, he got angry and he made some changes. So yeah, I, 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 I remember that. And I remember seeing when he came back in and, and smashed it with a 47, I thought, here we go. He's going to carry on that run of form and obviously picking up Sterling, Vardy, Pulisic, his first three, but then obviously Sterling's just not, he's not scored as Sterling, many. Sterling, Sterling, Sterling started with, um, like I just did with Man City and uh, Pulisic was injured for ages, wasn't he? So yeah, he exactly. Team. But un- un- it's only really Vardy. And um, the rest of the team isn't actually of shit, isn't it? He went defence. <laughs> he went defence. His fifth, what his picks? He went. He went Doherty, Dina, and Gomez, like his fifth, sixth, and seventh pick. So uh, that's you know. Um, He's gone hard on defence. I was trying to say, like, he dropped a decent amount of players from his draft, which is fair enough, given how shit it was. <laughs> uh, it's probably a, probably a, a reasonable sort of attitude to take. Um, who's he got is an absolute highlight at the moment. It's definitely got to be uh, Vardy up there. Sterling picked up 13 last week, didn't he? So yeah. maybe that's the turnaround. Maybe this is, this is the, the way he's... Um, and Pulisic, he's pretty much he's, he's regular. He's the only player with um, West West Brom players, like we said. Got a minus two for Pereira last week. <laughs> <laughs> when the rains it pours, you know. For the yeah, it, it does. But I will say this for him: he's got he's got somebody from every team. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a secret bonus point that I've never known about? <laughs> no, not esoteric. 
but he is battling with myself at the bottom there. Um, I obviously strolled into this league, absolutely smashing it last season. Um, we should probably look back at that at some point. Some sort of look back. <laughs> Relive the good times. Yeah, it would be lovely. Uh, I came in two wins, like that is brilliant, and then went on a lovely, lovely run of losses. Um, absolutely smooth. I took a break from that to beat Pedro because, well, obviously the management, you know, it's that or nothing. Uh, and then another another run of losses, and then picked up to beat Cully. Um, that's, uh, that is the, the story of my season. It, it is generally tedium. Um, I don't have a very interesting team. Um, I did the right, I'm fucking sure I did the right thing in the draft because I listened to the pod and I listened to Della. I don't know why, because he was shit last season. Never listened to Della. Exactly. And I was like, right, get forwards. Mm. Up one pick, Martial. Uh, yeah, it's your fault. Because yeah. what's wrong with that? What What is wrong there? Because that is appalling. Um, he's been replaced by a, a bloody veteran. Uh, I probably should drop him. Um, Verna second bit of a Nicholas and Elka season. Yeah, Verna second pick for myself. Hottest player in Europe. Every team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I. I gen- I'll be honest. I was pretty pissed. I didn't really know who he was, but there was so much hype. I was like, I've got to have some of this action. <laughs> and then went Traore, and we all know what's happened there. They, he wouldn't agree a bloody wage deal. Sat on the bench for ages. He's good when he comes on. I don't know. He, he's, the worst thing he's done is agree a deal at Wolves, actually. He should have left. He should have gone, well, fuck this. They don't want me. I don't need to be in this. Had a look around the team and gone, they're actually going nowhere. Um, so, yeah, so he's going to do nothing. Um, and then Laporte. And that was just stupid. The City gamble. <laughs> I've, I've forgotten this, but according to this, I actually picked up Pepe. In the draft. And Lundstrom. Did you? Well, everyone had a Sheffield United defender. What was Lundstrom was like the third or fourth highest scorer last season. So Yeah, so last year. You're so, you're so 2019. You're so pre-COVID. You're like super PC. Well, like I was saying, I mean, our draft went on until the end of time, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it was the longest draft of all time to date. By 20 minutes, there was literally not a player that you wanted. Not You just didn't want <laughs> And I just like, oh, I was like picking Alan. I was like, oh, Dallas I picked in the draft. Somehow, I remember the big laugh was picking up Bamford because he's a joke, isn't he? By far my best player. He's probably your highest scoring player, isn't he? This oh, year's yeah. By a long way. Do you wash your mouth out, son? Um, yeah. It's just terrible. My draft is absolutely awful. Um, and But the thing is, like, obviously myself and Ali are rock you know, rotting away at the bottom of it. Like, <laughs> there's no one to pick up. There is genuinely no one to pick up. I would, yeah, if someone weird... play, give me a player to pick up, I will give you £10. <laughs> you need hey, to get pal, to hey. Aladdin's son, mate. I need to get, I know. I tried it. He won't give me the number. Where's no, Aladdin's son when you need him? <laughs> I with that, yeah. So I think the season story for myself and Ali is, um, well, there it Whoa. is. yeah that'll do sweet well boys i think you did a very good deep dive focus on your own league there well done congratulations again pat yourselves on the back um but a last segment before we go is a cup date it's been a long one already but it was the cup so we're going to do a quick review quickly because it's still not 
massively exciting right now. The next couple of game weeks are the ones that are going to be the crunch time for who's in and out of the group. But let's take a quick look to see who has mathematically qualified this week and who has mathematically dropped into the plate. Tom, I believe you've got some nuggets we can take away. Oh, I've got some nuggets for you. <laughs> uh, you know how much I love and follow the cup. Uh, so I've been glued to these stats, of course. Uh, of course got your wall chart up. Yeah, um, four out of six group games have uh, now been played. Um, some games of note. Uh, Fuller and Barney played in the Cup and League. Um, Fuller no winning. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Bit of grudge between them two. I'm trying to organise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's, uh, that's simmering away nicely. Um Myself and Racket also played in both competitions. Double double header. So that's an extra bonus for for that win. Yeah, double double header. I think it sounds a bit like uh, you know, like when a um, pack of cards hasn't quite been shuffled properly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if the committee's really like organised this properly. Um, on, didn't you all gather together in a house and drink <laughs> beer and organise this? Yeah, that that gives me even less faith in the um in the yeah. competition to be honest um pedro scored 22 uh, and was playing the only person in all four leagues that scored less than him most efficient win of the round crafted victory don't you pedro i love it pedro, that, that is actually your thing isn't it you know just doing enough just just squeeze through why would you do any more than in, enough? Well, it's smart, not hard. Quite. Yeah, it's wise words for any fancy manager there. Um, and then we've got uh, qualifiers. So Wilson has won four out of four, becomes the first person to qualify for the cup brilliant. knockout. So congratulations, Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Well let's get that. Um, and Foy and Ali have lost all four and will now both drop down to the old winner's bowl, uh, which is the connoisseur's choice, of course. So congratulations to those two as well. You get to compete in the, uh, the, the Well, fight. Try, try and take it off the holder. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ali. That's right, yeah. Well, it's changed now. It's a bowl instead of a plate, so I've kept it. It's like the old, <laughs> it's, it's like the old classic World Cup. You, know. you get to keep it forever, do you? you yeah, get, yeah. You get to keep the plate. Do you not just you have to, to like hammer it into a bowl? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay, it's got to be a bowl now. All right, yeah. give me half an hour. Um, so that's that's it. That's your that's your cup date. Nice. Lovely. Thank you very much, Tom. Uh, and I think that pretty much wraps up this week. Uh, it's been a nice deep dive into the SDM. I think you've done well. You answered most of the questions correctly. Um, next week it's the fun and frolics of the Connoisseurs League the BDR Best of the Rest is where most of the excitement happens as we all know completed it mate Complete, completed it mate. <laughs> next level <laughs> well is, is it something that you fancy replaying James because you're flirting with well, it well I don't know we're coming into the goodbyes I was going to say thanks for the counselling session <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe First of all, we had James Kennedy. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Super co-host Tommy Pete. Cheers. I'll be the same. SDM regular Nick. Ciao. And we had Cully. 
Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. And twiddling knobs somewhere out there is Pedro. Yes, no problem. <laughs> I've been your host, Gina. In the famous words of Tommy P, that's the end of the podcast! We're on!